0: Hello and welcome to the China Podcast You're listening to a bonus episode It's the first time we've put out extra content in the same week as the usual stuff Owen is not here today, he's busy measuring up for a new hoodie Because he's booked in for a special thing he's doing later this month And he needs something nice to wear But I'm not alone, I'm joined here today by two Frenchmen Gab and Edmund Very kind of you guys to join me how are you
1: we're great thank you for inviting us today it's a real pleasure
2: yeah great fantastic thank you
0: yeah you're very welcome um yeah tell us tell us something about yourselves
1: well you go first uh,
2: yeah i've been in china for um i've been in china for three years uh was in thailand for 15 years before that um loving Chongqing. um yeah that's about me
0: <laughs> so is Chongqing your first city in China or yeah
2: yeah Chongqing is my first city in china okay, I've right. never been anywhere else i mean i I've been to places but i've never uh I've never lived anywhere else yes
0: okay
1: gab yeah, so I've been living in Chongqing for almost ten years now and um what can I say I'm a teacher uh and uh yeah, I I've been. I mean, Chongqing has been like my second second home. You know, as I've blended it here so so much that, you know, I don't feel like uh, an expat anymore. I feel more like a, a local foreigner, <laughs> as I as I used to say.
0: Yeah, that's cool. And um, right, so you're both from France. What wh- what part of France are you from? Uh, I know, let the listeners know.
1: <laughs> we are from very different parts of the mm. country. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's from Normandy, yeah, that's Normandy. That's near England, basically, mm-hmm, just yeah. across the channel. Yeah. And I'm from Provence, you know, uh, Marseilles, yeah. which the second biggest city in France. Yeah. And it's just in between Spain and Italy, you know, mm-hmm. along the Mediterranean coast. So we've got a very, very different... Although, yeah, we share the same language, same history, everything, but we also have very different... Uh, how to say, personalities that culture are well. inc- yeah, influenced by the culture. <laughs> yes. You know, okay, I'm yeah. much more, uh, uh, in, in many ways, I'm uh, I'm very close to Spanish people or Italian people. Okay. Uh, very right. like uh, hot, hot-tempered. hot uh, yeah. just, just, just
0: like a bit of a hot pot of, of cultures going on in the yes. south. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and Marseille is the birthplace of my favorite footballer, Eric uh, Cantona. Uh, yes, yeah. that is, yes. Yeah. My, my, my namesake. Uh, I don't know if he still lives there. Probably in Paris now, is he? Uh,
1: I would be surprised if he lived in Paris because he kind of hates the system, you know. Mm. He's always after bankers and, you know... Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a rebel, you know. he's. I don't think he lives in Paris. I don't think he will like it. Okay. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, I may find out what he's doing now. He might still be in England for all it's I know. It's possible. Yeah, he loves yeah. England. He, yeah.
1: he thinks himself more as an Englishman, now, uh-huh. I think. Uh-huh. Uh, but the way he speaks English... Uh, actually it's not for if you for your listeners if if you think that's a french accent that's not that's a marcy's accent (laughs) 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 all right yeah
0: you've got to be specific yes uh right so for regulars if you listen to our second episode of the podcast when we spoke about health and fitness in china then you might remember me talking about training for a half marathon a half marathon that sadly was canceled it was supposed to be on the 5th of december so nearly two weeks ago um But I'm running in another one, and this Sunday, in fact, December 19th. uh, It's not an official marathon as such, but it has been organized by Gab here. And um, Gab and Edmund, they're just two of my running partners. There are many, many more guys and ladies. And, yeah, they've they've both been running. They're both running on on Sunday too. Um, So I've invited them here to have a chat about the event, and running in general, I suppose. Um, Gab, if we start with you, can you tell us what the name of this half marathon is, uh, where it's going to take place, and why did you put it together?
1: So, well, um, uh, the name of the marathon is uh, first, th- because that's the first edition of the Bamboo Grove International Half Marathon, and it's going to take place in, uh, along the Jalling River, uh, in a place that is called Bamboo Grove in English It's called Zhang Yucheng in Chinese For uh, the listeners that know Chinese Yeah, okay. And that's I mean uh, that, That's really close to the place I live and uh, But I, I honestly think That's the best running uh, place In, in Chongqing mm-hmm. Because uh, you can So you can follow the river For around 10 kilometers Without being Have to cross any road And being disturbed by any cars Or motorcycles or anything mm-hmm. And uh, the view on the Jialing River is just amazing. It's uh, it's amazing. The the air is good. And that's been the place I I have been running there since uh, I moved to Zhang Yucheng. So it's been like four years now. And I've discovered new parts of the the area. And I've just, you know, I've been telling my friends for, for a long time that that's the place to run in Chongqing. And what happened as you mentioned is the race we're supposed to uh, participate the, the Chongqing International Half Marathon was cancelled as were all the other races in the country Yeah. so um, many of us were disappointed because we had trained hard for weeks and months mm-hmm. and I decided that you know what about we just do it our, uh, by ourselves you know it doesn't you know running that's the good thing with running is need a pair of shoes a gps watch and that's it you know and a couple of friends to run with you that's so, true yeah 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 so that's the that's the magic about, R- about running doesn't
0: cost any money doesn't cost really. much and uh, pair runners that's about it
1: but the thing is running by yourself is is harder than having a, a support from a community so yeah. we just decided to do it by ourselves and then more and more uh, runners have been joining us in the last week uh, and now we are going to be like 20, uh, uh, 20 runners on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's amazing. We're, we're, I think we are going to have a great time, maybe even better than an official race, because um, we are going to do it in a different way. Normally, like everybody starts at the same time, for example, 8, 8 a.m., mm-hmm. Uh, with a gunshot, and then everybody starts. And you know, but now uh, I've decided to um, uh, do it differently because the people running together on Sunday have different levels, and I don't want anyone to feel discriminated by their levels. I want everybody to enjoy it as much as possible. So, what we're gonna do is start at different times according to our uh, PB, so our pers- uh, personal best performances and our goals. Mm-hmm. And according to this, we are going to start at different times. And the idea is to be able to finish the last kilometers all together.
0: Yeah, I think that's uh, a great idea. As yeah. a pack,
1: yeah. and we are going to be able to cheer up each other and 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 all give our best, you know, and all finish together pretty much at the same time and then be able to uh, celebrate it together. So uh, I'm very excited about this event, much more than I was about uh, uh, an official race, mm. Because in official race you just care about yourself, uh, basically. Am I ready? You know, am I? Um, did I train properly? Um, you know, you, you think about only about yourself, but uh, uh, about Sunday's race, I I've been focusing much more on uh, others. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I just want to make sure everybody enjoys uh, enjoys uh, enjoys himself. You know, mm-hmm. on the race, and that's it. Yeah. I'll be I'll be happy no matter what is my time on the race yeah
0: you're clearly dedicated i mean you've put so much work into it like you have even got us jerseys race jerseys medals yeah certs
1: the whole i, I want you to be a uh, whole lot I, I i want people to remember it and when they train maybe sometimes wear the jersey will be mm. you know uh, and it might you know the first i hope it's not the last mm. and i hope we can we are gonna follow up by organizing other events like some shorter events like 10ks 5ks or even some uh, uh, team races where we come, you know, uh, re- cool. how do you call it, relays? Like, relays. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, my because the problem with half marathon is quite long distance, and some people, newer runners, may be afraid of the distance. Okay. So I want yeah. to try to my my goal is promoting running as a uh, as a self help tool, mm. and so I'm gonna I'm gonna organize other events uh, in the wake of this one mm. uh, to promote runnings, especially to people that uh, haven't been running or running just a bit but think oh no you guys are too advanced for me uh, i cannot run with you guys no i want to show that everybody can uh, benefit from running everybody can improve if they are dedicated and um, yeah that's that's pretty much what i want to do I, I don't really care about uh, the th- what i love about running is we 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 don't have to compare each other you yeah. know but we yeah. don't we, we we just compare did i do better than i did last year and that's it yeah. because n- None of us. Some some guys on Sunday are going to be very advanced runners. Mm. Some are quite beginners. But compared with Olympians, we all suck. So it doesn't really matter. That's One t- hour twenty minutes true. or <laughs> two hours compared <laughs> with Kipchoge, yeah, yeah. we all suck anyway. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, so so Edmund, how many runners do we have for Sunday, right now? Twenty what's what's the
1: two? So uh, we there are like eighteen runners. Uh, that 18, have subscribed, okay. uh, yeah. and there are two volunteers that are. Okay. Gonna, that's, I, I want to thank them if they are listening at the moment. It's like they, they are just gonna come to help us, you know, with the water, with the start. Uh, with the, and, and I, I, I'm really, really uh, grateful to them. Yes,
0: mm, so uh. it's very well organized. And so, how many nationalities ta- um, are taking part?
1: Six. So we've got... Because uh, you have the flags on yeah, the jerseys. So I, I, I had to design the jersey like, very quickly, so I didn't mm-hmm. know how to do it. So I thought, what about putting all the, the participants' uh, flags on it? Mm-hmm. To, but not to show, oh, I'm from France, you're from Ireland. Or, no, more like a united nation of runners. That's yeah, what I yeah, 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 yeah. So You've got
0: that community aspect to yeah, so it. So we've you know? got many... You, like, like you talk about.
1: Yeah, we've got many Englishmen, actually. Yeah, Like five or six of them. We've got Australian, Canadian, w- mm. yeah, Chinese, Chinese, one Ar- uh, Irish, two uh, French, Welsh, Welsh, one Welsh. Uh, I think
0: Ireland. we're at eight, are we? Uh,
1: I think there uh, are eight flags,
0: seven yes. or eight flags Six, on that uh, jersey. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. so
1: eight nationalities. And we've got like three or four Chinese.
2: That's what I really like about uh, this event. Actually, it's, it's it's like really promoting. It's really promoting, uh, you know, like running together rather than running alone. Uh, you know, one of the thing about running is like it's it's really, it's really a lonely thing to be, to be honest. Uh, but uh, I think w- with the community w- that we've got, it, it's really good. And uh, you know, it, I think it, it also grew really like organically. Okay, uh, yeah. I, I think at the beginning we we didn't really want to do something like this, but as more people joined in, mm. and we created that kind of like a brotherhood of runners. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's something that really I, I've cool. been
1: dreaming of creating for three years. And when I started, uh, it just failed. You know, mm. I, I I tried to organize this the same event like in back in 2019, and no one showed up. Mm. And I ended up running alone along oh. the river <laughs> <laughs> at the same place, uh, alone uh, in a in a, uh, Saturday morning. I started at six a.m. Yeah. and I yeah. was you know. And I said, okay, I did it myself. And then I, I, I wouldn't have imagined like, so many people would join in mm. three years later and we will have such, um, you know... Uh, it's like it's not only people are joining, it's also I can see they are very enthusiastic about it. Mm, yeah, yeah. And um, I think that's just the beginning, I hope. <laughs> yeah, so, right.
0: Why run is, is my next question. Uh, was it something that you always did or did you only take it up after you came to China?
1: Yeah, so um, yeah, uh, so running is like it's it's been something very very important in my life. Only uh, for two years, I would say. Uh, I used to run when I was a kid with my dad and and brother. He would take us to the the running track on Sunday sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we just you know ran a few uh, um, a few laps, and that's it. You know, uh, never competitively or anything. After I arrived in China, uh, I needed to find something to uh, help me deal with my anxiety and you know in the cultural shock and everything. Mm. So I bought a gym a gym membership. Okay. And for two years, I was just running on the running on the treadmill. Yeah. And doing some like thirty minutes stuff, you know, yeah. as fast as I, as I could and that was it you know I never had any idea but it's, it's,
0: to me it's not the same as being outside in the fresh it, air it
1: started different it yeah, started different yeah. and for me to, back then it was just a way to deal with my emotions you know mm. I, I noticed that I feel better after running I feel more I, I don't I have less, less anxiety I feel just more active more um, um, I just want to socialize more after running so yeah. that's what I did that's and the, the mental aspect of it yeah, yeah but that was it big, big you know thing. 30 minutes tops mm. And then what happened is, like, my my father, the last time he came to visit me here, he brought me a gift, and that was a, a Garmin watch. Oh, cool. Uh, he bought one for me and one for my brother. Yeah. Uh, after, my, my dad was about to retire, and he decided he needed something to, you know, to motivate himself, you know. And he decided to join a runner's club and to prepare for... Uh, a race called Marseille Cassis that is in southern France. is a classic race. Very, very famous. It's a 20k uphill. Okay, and that, wow. is, that is broadcasted on TV, on local TV. Mm. Uh, because my brother had, had uh, attended this race the previous year and my dad was sitting on his sofa and he saw my brother running on TV and he's like you know what? Next year I'm doing it with my son. And that's how it all started for him. He he was not good at running. He was like sixty-five something, a bit overweight, and he joined a club. And I I noticed how f- how fast he, he improved, how good it became. Like the last time I ran with him, he was way faster than I was, and it like kicked my butt <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna I want to be as good as dad. Yeah, you know, that's cool. I want to run someday with my along with my brother and my dad on the same race. Unfortunately, you know, COVID made it impossible at the moment. But as I told them many times, like, it's okay. We keep training apart from each other and... Soon we are gonna run along with each other. Perhaps in Chongqing, Chongqing Marathon. I want my dad and brother to come and run the come full marathon and, and, and with, it, yeah, yeah. with us. Maybe in twenty twenty three or twenty four. Uh, I don't know when, but uh. someday. So it all started, yeah, because of my dad's example and the fact that he offered me a Garmin watch. Changed mm. everything because suddenly I got some some datas on my on, on my own running, and the datas kept me gave me the motivation to do more you know so you can see that you're making improvements exactly
0: and uh, Edmund you have a, a brand new Garmin watch as well yes, don't I you do, yes uh, uh, why Why did you take up running what inspired you
2: uh, well when I came back from Thailand uh, during the COVID uh, I mean in like December uh, it was December last year I was uh, really really overweight uh, like 98 kilos <laughs> and um well, Gab and Zach at the time were, were basically just uh running and they said, you know, why don't you just take up running and see see what happened.
0: Yeah, Zach is one of our running mates as well. Right. Lives in the city. Well yeah. known guy. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and um yeah, so I I said, Okay, I'll I'll do it. I'll see what happened. And then um uh Gab also gave me some advice on, you know, how to eat and uh you know, how to uh how to live a sort of like a, a healthier lifestyle to have a lef- healthier lifestyle, mm-hmm. and um, well, one year after, I'm down from I'm um, today I'm 66 kilos.
0: Wow! Now that's brilliant, yeah. And I yeah. must say, you're looking fantastic. I mean, you are in super shape, <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's a credit to you. Yeah, yeah, it's inspiring, really. <sighs> yeah, and um, yeah, like for me, I I had never run like I do now be- before coming to China. I didn't done it every so often but never really dedicated to it i'm not still i'm still not really dedicated to it in the way you guys are Mm um uh but really yeah i only did take it up about a year ago Uh, Uh,
1: but i think you're after you have finished the race you are gonna have much more motivation to Mm. train more that's what happened i hope so (laughs) i hope i
0: finished the race (laughs)
1: <laughs> you will finish, I'm sure. But the thing is, in 2019, I participated to my first hof- official race. We did with along with Dak. Yeah. But I had, hadn't trained properly for that race. But I just I say, on, on, you know, I just do it. That's it. And after I finished it, I realized how pleasant the experience was. Mm. And it gave me immediate motivation for training more, you know. This mm. kind of even makes you more, gives you motivation.
0: Yeah, I think, I think you're right, so, yeah. Uh,
1: because uh, it's not only the running part, it's also all the... You know when you've got crowds sh- sh- cheering you up and all the runners you know, the solidarity between runners and everything that just you know gives you the motivation to run more and improve your improve your previous times and everything
0: mm. I think so and are there any like particular training methods or, or running styles from around the world that 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 you follow mm-hmm. or that you admire
1: so uh, after we finished our first half marathon with Dec. Uh, we we wanted to improve. We wanted to keep running, but we didn't know we didn't know how actually. So I started uh, reading a lot of books, e-books, you know, on uh, on running methods. The first one I came up with was called the eighty uh, twenty. I liked this philosophy because it was very different from what the majority of runners are doing. You know, that's more, much more like. Uh, no pain no gain no pain, no ga- yeah exactly no pain no gain <laughs> no vision pain, like you know train as, as hard as you can and uh, you know always give the best and you know uh, this was very different it was like basically 80% like of the time you do easy runs easy runs means you are not like huffing and puffing you are just like breathing easy you can maintain a conversation and you are doing some easy miles you are just trying to run longer and longer uh, periods of time and you only on 20 20% of your running is uh, consists of higher intensity runs Uh, moderate and higher intensity where your heart rate beats like way faster and when you are experiencing some uh, some pain sometimes but the what I like about that it, it was like really totally opposed to the no pain no gain philosophy that I think is very uh, destructive for not only for in bodybuilding or in fitness in general but with everything in life uh, yeah. many people think for example for losing weight or being uh, mm. a, a fitter you need to suffer yeah. whereas I think it doesn't work It anything that is not uh, consistent over time that you cannot do on a daily basis or on a weekly basis doesn't doesn't really cannot help you improve and change over time. You can have some very quick improvements, but it doesn't last until unless it's something you can do week in week out. Mm. So I don't think
2: I could have done that. Yeah. If so you, if you guys use another mistake, yeah. Another
1: so that method. so so we started using it, and that's what we did for the first year. Uh, recently, I've been reading up on some other methods in order to be able to keep improving because I think that the general philosophy of H20 is, is great. And that's what I recommend to all the new runners that come to us and are, are too much like, you know, uh, too much still in the no pain again no philosophy, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. I always tell them be careful because for improving in running, you need to keep running. Yeah. And if you get injured, Mm. You're not going to be able to run for months. And yeah, yeah.
2: Or you're going to burn out, you, and oh, you're, which is even worse. Or you're going to burn out. Either
1: yeah. if you're lucky, you burn out. You're yeah. going to be exhausted for a few weeks. Mm. And if you are not lucky, you are going to be injured.
0: Yeah. What I've picked up from me is both is things like high tempo runs, the importance of recovery runs, which is going to aid not getting injured. Um, because before I was just running pretty much as hard as i well not as hard as i could but at the yes. same tempo i do it maybe twice a week that, that, that's something i, I not, had no variety to my running
1: that's something i noticed with all the new n- new runners is they they don't run a lot of time per week they don't do long runs Mo- like most of them is the longest run they have done is 10 kilometers mm. something like this. yeah but on the other hand they run very hard compared with their maximum speed you know yeah. and that's not something uh, that can help you become a, a better runner over it's, t- not over anyway. time. it's not sustainable it's not sustainable it's only sustainable if you do it once a week but you're not going to improve with only one, one run so you'd rather uh, run really s- much slower for longer periods of time more often and 20% of the time let's say you, you run three times a week you're going to do one long run at mm-hmm. an easy pace you're going to run very slowly but you are gonna get your body uh, able to run longer and longer distances you know as i told you when i started i was just doing like 30 minutes run so i would never have thought uh, i would be able one day to run like 25k you know without stopping uh but you know it's actually s- uh, through reading, i have started to understand the science of running the basic principles of running and now what i'm trying to do is Uh, not only promote running itself but also also try to promote uh, proper running what I mean by proper running is something that can be sustainable because no matter how good you are uh, if you cannot uh, keep running for like consistently every week for years you are never going to become a real good runner and for that t- to be possible, you need to not be injured and uh, you know, and you still need energy in for your daily life, for your work, for your family, so you should not be exhausted by the training you know so um, that 's something i 'm trying to promote uh, i 'm far from being the best runner in in Chongqing, but i 'm probably one of uh, the runner that is the most interested in the science itself mm. so i 've been trying I concur. <laughs> so i 've been trying to promote the uh, kind of free coaching because I think knowledge is po- knowledge can give you self-awareness and self-awareness is the key to improvement so that's what I'm trying to um, how to say to share with uh, other runners I- even sometimes with guys that are really really good uh, we've got a young young boy in our in, a Chinese boy in, in our community that's just 18 years old mm. and he can run a half marathon in, in, in one hour 20 minutes he can run 100 k's without stopping uh, he can uh, run a, a full that's marathon crazy. in three hours but I still think I can help him improve because I'm not sure he's fully is uh, using the best method he could mm. you know knowledge is power is very really power if you if you accept to implement it yeah. so um, yeah bas- basically I running for myself is a self-development tool and I'm trying to, to share it with, with others
0: yeah that's cool and you touched upon like the mental aspect of it and yourself dealing mm. with anxiety mm. and of course running. It's not a just, it's not just about physical fitness, but also a lot of it has to do with mental fitness. Edmund, is that something that you uh, agree with something? Is that something that works for you? The mental yeah, aspect of running?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, one of the reasons, I mean, I didn't say, I didn't talk about that, but basically I've been separated from my family. They're back in Thailand because of covid mm. and basically running and also more importantly you know sustainable running and the reason why i lost so much weight and i, I became so healthy is because basically running became my raison d'etre my the only re- things that was basically helping me to wake up in the morning yeah because you know i was alone uh, and I needed something where I could focus myself mm. and um, really that's what running but as I said sustainable running is really what helped me and I think that's what Gab really gave me that was the the gift he gave me which is basically uh, you know you can become healthier you don't have to run like no pain no gain all the time you can just you know uh become a better person and it it really helped me through you know that that difficult time in my life especially you know being away from from everything that I was familiar with uh you know my family um and you know Chongqing is a new city for me mm. so yeah definitely i mean it really really it it really helped me a lot tons
0: yeah. and of course we're we're part of a, a team of runners, a group. Um, we have a couple of WeChat groups on the go. Uh, can you guys yeah tell us about those groups, why they exist, and um, what what people
1: get out of them? So basically, my my idea was to create a community of runners that is not just. Um, it's not just, you know, meet and run together and that's it. It's much more create a community, like a brotherhood okay, yeah. uh, of people like who use running as the way to, uh, how to say? Express themselves, ex- maybe. Express themselves, improve themselves, mm. uh, no matter what their level. Yeah. Uh, and who care about one another's improvement, progression, uh, really care about one another. You know, that's, that's, that's what I, want to, I wanted to create. And that's what we did with, with Zach and, and Edmund. We're the first, uh, the, the three, uh, three founders musketeers. of the… <laughs> yeah, the three musketeers. <laughs> and, uh, and recently we've got, we, we have had some new brothers joining in. Yourself, uh, yeah. um, Chris, that yeah. is an uh, amazing runner that we met on the Bichon half marathon last year. And um, and I think the community is growing up. Uh, you know,
0: it is growing all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: But uh, as I said, what the most important thing I I, I won't, as uh, I pick somebody from my uh, in in my brotherhood based on his level of running at the moment, I will only care about his or her commitment to mm. improvement, her ability to listen. To, for example, Edmund, why he has improved so much? Not only in his weight loss, but in his in his running abilities. Yeah. He used when he started with Zach and myself, uh, we wanted to encourage him to keep running because we thought it's a good way for him to lose weight. Mm. But back then, running for him was hard because yeah, he was, it was so a he was so overweight that you know. And we decided we are gonna run at the same pace just to give him some company so uh-huh. that he can run yeah. longer and longer you give him the conference. i remember his first run here on the on the on the running track he had to stop every five minutes and he was running at five kilometers per hour but it's okay we decided it's okay we're gonna do some slow run with him yeah it's good for us too and uh w- one year later he's able to run uh a half marathon at five thirty uh, per kilometer wow, that wow. is 11 kilometers per hour that's, that's fantastic for, for for two hours yeah, yeah. and that's He's, he's now a very competitive runner. Yeah. Uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, how how fast you can improve when you are willing to really. The thing is, he was willing to, how to say, suspend his beliefs on what is what you have to do, and how y- who you have to be to be healthy and to be a good runner. And he just listened to the principles mm. I share with him. Yeah. Based on my readings and my experience, and he's decided to apply them and. Voila! <laughs> wow,
0: yeah, no, that's most impressive. Um, fair play to you, Edmund. Thanks. Um, yeah, as I said earlier, like it is inspiring. Just you can see in a short short matter of months the turnaround um, and the improvement. Um, so, yeah, we did a a podcast on on fitness and health in China uh, a, f- a few weeks ago. Um, for you guys. What is your take on health and fitness in China? Like are, are there any observations that you've made in your time living here? Oh, yeah. uh, now in general, in general, not just running but just Oh yeah, I mean it's all around us in my opinion. No, For away. me it's
1: it's my main I mean apart from my work as a teacher and my family life, my main hobby is uh, is basically fitness in general. Mm. Uh both nutrition and exercise. So <laughs> I think in China, uh, first, it, it's not something that has been in the culture for uh, for decades like it is in the West. You yeah. Know? Uh, it's something rather new. Mm. Uh, elderly people tend to be, I think, are quite healthy compared with the Western. I see grandpas walking at, Definitely, you know, waking yeah. at five uh, yeah. and, and walking around the, the community uh-huh. doing some morning exercise or some uh, tai Chi, or some, you know, yeah. but sport, uh, the way we, we we see it, like in a competitive uh, setting, is not too much part of the culture. It's something like was, uh, how to say, the same as with every every else every o- other activities in, in, in China has been changing so fast. People have been picking up activities that they see Western people doing, uh, so they sometimes like the the culture. You know, sometimes like the and so I think in general they tend to be too much in the no pain no gain philosophy. You go to a Chinese gym, you're gonna always see the same kind of people. Like the coaches are huge guys, uh, you know, super jacked up, but you know, you don't see this kind of guys like with uh, some nice muscles. But at the same time, you know, that feel flexible and able to able to run everything it's it's more like okay you want to be you want to have muscles you have to be like this you have to uh lift heavy weight and eat a lot of protein shake and eat and eat and eat and if you want to be a runner you've got to run as hard as you can as often as you can mm. you know it, they lack the because chinese people are very very hard working in general you know for them the key to success uh in studies or in in work in general is to be uh, is is just to be more hardworking than the competitors? Yeah, to be dedicated. That's it. Yeah. But it doesn't really work when it applies to fitness. You know, it's more. You have to understand how your body works, how your genetic works. There are some uh, universal principle, and also there are some specificities linked to every person. Has some also some specificities, and uh, fitness is much more about understanding those principles and uh, applying them to yourself rather than you know trying to. Outwork everyone else, you know. That's that's something I've I've noticed so much, uh, and the same applies with uh, w- with diet. Mm. Many people have been asking us, "Hey guys, I saw you lost so much weight. Uh, you are so fit." Especially with Edmund because it's been so dramatic. Like in one year, It totally changed. Uh, I mean, people sometimes. Uh, are you are you Edmund? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> like that's true. For me, I also <laughs> lost some weight, but it's, it was been less dramatic. But some people asking me, "What should I do? Uh, should I be like very very uh, straight with my calories, uh, only eat vegetables, this kind of stuff?" And I always tell them, "No, it's not this. It's not about being, uh, s- you know, very very like uh, how to say hard on yourself, hard on yourself, yeah. and intense. It's much more understanding the principles and applying them on the con- in a consistent way over time." Yeah. Um, that's the, yeah. That's, but I think also China is also changing so fast. It's been like, for example, two years ago, I started being interested in intermittent fasting and keto diet that are very, very popular in, yeah. in the U.S. at the moment. Mm. And when I started to uh, talk about those principles uh, around me, people thought I was crazy, basically. Mm. And now I'm starting to see some Chinese people that are also talking about it. There is a market opening up thing, yeah, yeah. for this. Mm. People are going to be more and more open-minded to it. Uh-huh. Mm. But when I said for example I, I eat once uh, only once a day yeah. or I don't le- eat any carbohydrates uh, uh I mean except for cheat meals that you know here and then but on a daily basis I just I don't eat any carbohydrates people are like you know, I can't I, do that. <laughs> I, or like, are you sure you are not going <laughs> to die? Like, uh, you are not, you know, sudden death. And I'm like, no, you know what? I, I can go one, two, three days without without eating anything and still running twenty kilometers. Yeah. And when you tell people that it's actually th- the way the way nature programmed us to be, because in the nature we're not supposed to. We were not able to feed ourselves all the time. Yeah. Nature didn't provide enough food for you know. You had to hunt. You have to follow an animal maybe for hours, maybe days before you could, like, f- kill him. And then you have to bring it back to your village or the kind of… And then feast. And then, and then, and then cook it. And to eat, eat, so you need plenty of energy on an empty stomach. So uh, one thing I find very hard in China is the culture they have related to food… Is really, really like you've got to eat all the time, basically. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it goes back it, a long way. It goes back a long mm. way. It's like, uh, eat your breakfast, eat your. If you skip a meal, it's like. Yeah, it's <gasps> the end of the world. <gasps> yeah. It's very hard. Oh, uh, they see it as something dangerous for health, where, where, whereas yeah. it's actually something good for you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's something that definitely. Um, it's not an easy task to do in China, but at the same time, it makes it really interesting. Sorry to 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 share this. Uh, the same as was running; it's like mm-hmm. it takes time. I have to be very patient with it.
2: But apart from that, I think that China still has a very very strong culture of of taking care of themselves, trying to improve themselves physically, mentally, in 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 many ways. You know, I mean, you see like all those. Old people uh, doing tai chi in the in the in in the parks. All those uh, uh, older ladies doing, you know, uh, evening dance. Uh, I, I, yeah. I I really enjoy that that uh-huh. that, that aspect of, of China. Yeah, uh, you know that sort of like a public kind of like open space where mm. people can do, uh, you know. Uh, sports together I, I really enjoy that I, yeah. think. I think they're quite open-minded Compared to uh, uh, like other countries And when
0: yeah, when they reach a certain age When they retire They don't just give up Right. Like they would Maybe in my country They'll just stay indoors It does not happen in China yeah. It doesn't happen that, I, I, m- that often I, I think elderly from, based people Based on the evidence
1: Elderly people in China Are much more h- healthy In a way that they're More active They, 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 more they active. still have a role As uh, when you're a grandpa in China You've got to Cook breakfast for your grandson. Yeah. Or take them to school, pick them up, mm-hmm. or take off the homework. So you are very involved. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like uh, elderly people in the West tend to be like, okay, you know, my life is over. I'm just waiting for death, b- basically. And that's <laughs> many people. That's the that's that, that's the problem. That's the problem in the West. Yeah, that 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 I don't see in the in China because families are much more. Um, you know, integrated. everybody... Yeah, integrated. Yeah. Many... In my building, most of the, the, the families live... Yeah, three generations in the same apartment. Right. And that's, uh, that's why you see all these grandparents are very motivated to stay healthy because they've got to yeah. be there for their kids and grandkids. Yeah. Sometimes great-grandkids. Mm. Uh, my my wife still got her, like, great-grandmother. I mean, it's, it's, it's something very... Very positive about China. Yeah, I just wish they were able to because they're also facing a lot of health issues like diabetes, cancers, that I think are related to the way basically the way they eat, and that's what I'm trying to share. This kind of new approaches, trying to help, but it takes time to uh, for people to open up to those ideas. But once they have opened up the the door, then you can start to sharing those principles and try to have them applied in their daily life. I think that's something i that's gonna be my mission for the maybe the next decade uh in China. I okay, think. Okay. Apart from my role as a teacher and uh and a father.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, um thanks so much guys for, for joining Thank us. You. On Thank the, you for the opportunity. On the China podcast. Yeah. And yeah, uh just to remind you um the Gab, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. The, so the Jialing Bamboo Grove yes. Half international half marathon? Yes. So that's happening this Sunday, this Sunday, uh, December nineteenth. December nineteenth. Um, yeah, check it out. Come t- if you're living in Chongqing, come along. Come and along.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. And come along, we will have be look. we will be we will keep on organizing this kind of events, especially since you know b- w- because of COVID, we're not sure. When are the next races gonna happen? The if they are, runs, yeah. so we need to rely on ourselves. To uh, so we are gonna organize all kinds of events like ten k's, five k's, short races mm. for newer runners, fartlek runs that yes. are a uh, combination of sprints and slow runs, like one minute fast, one minute slow. Yeah, the same way the Kenyans do it. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of people running together, different levels, but all sharing the same effort. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's what we want to do. We want to create a community of of. Of, of runners, no matter Chinese people, foreigners, n- doesn't matter. we everybody's all, welcome. Everybody's welcome. We all share the same uh, uh, the, the same principles, and we can both use English or Chinese uh, to communicate. It's all fine. That's
2: cool. So thank yeah. you for having us.
1: Thank you very you're, much. V- you're
0: very welcome and yeah best of luck to you gab on sunday best of luck to you edmund best of luck to me yeah uh, <laughs> yeah best of luck to all our competitors I and
1: i'm sure everybody's gonna get a pb and it's gonna be so motivated at the end of the race you everybody's gonna when is the next one yeah <laughs> that's, hopefully, hopefully. that's why we, that's, that's what we we're looking for, for yeah, yeah yeah
0: so yeah th- uh as i said yeah thanks guys for coming along and i'll see you at the start line Yep. Hopefully I'll see you at the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we, we we, we all see each other at the yeah. finish line. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah. And thank you for listening again to the China Podcast. And I'll talk to you
1: soon. <laughs> 我不说话,就骂何人了
2: <笑>